Business English Power, episode 14. Aloha and welcome to Business English Power, the show for ambitious English students who want to level up their business English skills, become global communicators, and international business leaders. My name is Al, also known as Al Sensei Online and in Japan. Thank you so much for listening and downloading Business English Power today. This is episode 14. We've got a great episode here for you. We're going to talk some email today, some business email in particular. So stay tuned for that. We're going to get into some really important abbreviations, things that you need to know when you're, of course, reading your business emails, but also sending them so you can use them as well. So before we get started, please make sure you are subscribed to Business English Power so that you don't miss a single episode. We are coming out fast and furious, three episodes every single week, so you don't want to miss anything. Be sure you are subscribed, and also please consider leaving a review if you find this useful and helpful, and please share with a friend, a family mate, or a a classmate or colleague if you would like, and I would appreciate that very much to spread the word of business English power. All right, so let's get to the main topic today, which is we're going to cover five common abbreviations used in business English, and we're going to throw in three bonus ones as well. Actually, the three bonus abbreviations are ones that you should probably already know, but just to make sure, we are going to mention those. And let's start with those because those are really, really common ones that everybody should already know if you are active in your business emails. All right, so the first one is PS. PS. Now, PS stands for postscript, and I'm sure most of you understand that PS is used at the end of your email when you just want to throw in one little last message. Um, If you are on my email list, you probably have seen that I use PS a lot at the end of my emails that are sent to you. Um, If you would like to be part of my email list and you're not already, you can just check it out. Go to businessenglishpower.com and sign up there. Don't miss a thing. (laughs) But that's not the purpose of this uh, podcast episode. This is to teach you guys what it means. But I'm sure you already know what PS means. The next one is very common as well. This is ASAP. Or some people say ASAP. Now, of course, when you're writing, either you know uh, by hand or in emails, um, of course, we don't need to pronounce um, the word, but we just need to know what it means. ASAP, of course, means as soon as possible. I'm sure many of you are familiar with that one. You'll see that typed as well as spoken. So be sure to have that one down. The third bonus one is particularly used in emailing. And that is CC and BCC. You've probably seen those, probably use those a lot, but just to make sure we know, again, these are the three bonus ones. We'll get into our core five uh, abbreviations in just one second. But CC means carbon copy, and BCC means blind carbon copy. Now, we use these when we want other people, other than the main addressee, to receive the message. Carbon copy means you are openly adding someone to that message where the receiver, uh, the addressee, can see that other recipient. Uh, BCC, blind carbon copy, means that you are sending it to another party 
another email address or addresses that the receiver will not be able to see. Okay, so those are commonly used abbreviations in business emails. Three bonus ones. Let's get into our top five today. These may be new to you and be sure to learn them because you will come across them and you may even use them. Now, before we do these five, always keep in mind that when we are doing business emails and emailing of any sort, we always want to distinguish or decide the level of formality before we begin. Okay, now what determines the level of formality? Simply speaking, if there's a, you know, a lot that could get into it. We could spend a long time talking about this topic, which a lot of you know, students really enjoy. For this episode, I want to keep it brief and to the point. The main thing that's going to determine your level of formality is going to be simply how well you know the receiver or the recipient. What is your relationship like? How do you talk regularly? Like if you talk to that person on the phone or do you talk to them face-to-face, what are those interactions like? Are they more casual? Are they more formal? So those are that's what's going to dictate your level of formality in written emails. Now, for example, if it's the first time you're emailing someone, of course, you don't know them, you have no relationship, you are, want to be more formal. But if this is a colleague or business contact that you email all the time, you probably have a good relationship, you can be a little bit less formal. So keep in mind that when we use abbreviations, we are being less formal. So please avoid abbreviations altogether if you need to make a very formal message. All right, so these are going to be things that you're going to see from people that you talk to on a regular basis or email with on a regular basis, people that you have a good relationship with. So keep that in mind as we go through. But with that being said, let's get to them. Number one, LMK. That is the first abbreviation that we will see a lot in our business emails. Now, what does that stand for? Do you know? Can you guess? Well, it stands for Let me know. Let me know. Okay, so if you want to tell someone uh, that you'll get back to them, or if you want them to be more precise, maybe you want them to get back to you, to respond to you, some type of information, you can use LMK, let me know. Here's an example sentence with that. Please... LMK by next Monday. Okay, so the reader would read that as please let me know by next Monday. So you can just write that in a sentence. And again, it's an abbreviation. You are just being more efficient with your time. And that's why we use abbreviations, right? To be more efficient and precise. All right, so that is number one, LMK. Okay, so you can... uh, You'll probably find that in your emails that you receive from colleagues overseas. But you can also use that because I'm pretty sure all of us are going to say, let me know at some point or another. The next one is E-O-M. What does that mean? What does that stand for? 
Well, EOM stands for end of message. Now, this one is used usually in the subject line of your emails. So if you want to just you know send someone a real quick message, and maybe it's not through a phone text, but it is through a regular email, and you don't need a response, you, don't, you just want to send something very quickly, you can say, for example, I have to cancel our meeting today, E-O-M. All right, and that typically will be capitalized. So you want to do capital E, capital O, capital M. And then they know just when they see the subject line, if they're scrolling through a lot of emails in their inbox, they can read your message quickly and know that there's nothing else in that message. That is all of the message right there in the subject line. Okay, so you might see that and you can use that as well if you like. Maybe you just needs to send someone a very quick message put it in the subject line and at the end of the message just type EOM to mean end of message. All right, let's go to number 3. Now number 3 is one that you probably have seen or if you didn't recognize it before, you will start to recognize it more because this one I see all the time on the internet, not only in emails but a lot of times on message boards, forums, uh, Reddit, things like that. You're going to see this one, which is TL semicolon DR. Okay, let me repeat that. TL semicolon DR. Now, what does that stand for? And have you seen this one before? Well, it stands for too long, didn't read. Okay. So, and make sure that in between the TL and the R, you have a semicolon. Again, for those who don't remember, a semicolon looks like a period with a comma underneath it, rather than a colon, which looks like two periods together, if that makes sense. So, semicolon. Now, when do we use this, or when will you find this? When will you see this? So remember, in our other email lessons, I always talk about trying to keep your messages very concise, okay, very to the point. You don't need to drag messages out so long. But let's just say you or someone wrote a long email, and maybe at the end you realize, oh, wow, that's quite a bit of information. It's quite a long email, quite a long message. Um, you don't need to read all of it if you just need to save some time. So it's just too long and you didn't read it. So I'm going to give you a summary at the bottom. Okay, so after you write that long email, at the bottom you're going to put TL semicolon DR and then a maybe a one sentence summary of what that whole message was. Okay. So one example of this may be something like this. So TL this again, sorry, this is after the long message. You'll see TL semicolon DR we need to move up the project deadline. Okay, so that's a one sentence, a summary of what was said before. So maybe you went on a long explanation of why the project had to be moved up in terms of the deadline. Maybe there's something happened, maybe something with the suppliers, maybe there was a, something in the factory that occurred to you would go over all the details and that became a very long message. But the bottom line is, hey, we need to move up the project deadline so you can use that abbreviation. Again, that's TL semicolon DR. And be on the lookout for that one because I'm sure you're going to see it somewhere 
in your internet journeys at some point because this one is used very often. Let's move on to number four. I like this one. This one simply is O O O. Do you know what O O O stands for? It just simply means out of office. Or you may read it as out of the office. Okay, so very simple. Maybe you are gone for the day. Maybe you are on vacation for a week. Maybe you are sick for a few days. Any case that occurs and you're out of the office, you can use this abbreviation O-O-O. So perhaps maybe you're taking a few days off for some reason and you just want to put in your, your signature box for your emails, maybe something like this. I'm O-O-O until 2 slash 15, meaning February 15th. Okay, out of the office and everybody will understand what that means. Okay, and again, all these abbreviations should be capitalized, okay? You should never put abbreviations, well, I shouldn't say never, but in terms of an email, definitely capitalize your abbreviations so that they are easier to read and they stand out. Okay, that is number four. Let's go to our last one today, number five. The fifth abbreviation on our list today is well, there's a couple of variations. The first variation will be SFW. And I'll go over the second uh, variation in one second. But do you know what SFW means? SFW is in contrast to another abbreviation used called NSFW. So SFW means safe for work. NSFW means not safe for work. Okay, so remember at work, you don't want to be doing personal activities on your email. You always want to be doing work-related stuff. Now, here's an example. When would we use this? So maybe during the holidays or maybe, uh, you know, depending on where you are, you had a company party. Okay, and maybe, yeah, at a company party, it's going to be a little bit less formal than when you are in the office. And maybe people are, you know, drinking a little bit, having some fun. Maybe some people took some pictures, maybe took some videos. And you want, you maybe just want to share those. They are work functions, you know. So maybe something, someone sends you some videos from the holiday party and they say something like this. Here are some video clips from our holiday party dash all SFW. Okay? So they're just letting you know that here are some videos they're all safe for work, meaning, yeah, there's nothing too bad in them, okay? Nothing that is, will get you in trouble at work, right? So SFW. Now, the variation uh, that you can also use is TSFW, meaning totally safe for work or technically safe for work, okay? So those are other uh, ones that you can use and ones that you may see. But just be aware, if you get something in your email that says S. Sorry, N-S-F-W, do not open it at work, for sure, because it may have stuff in there that eh, it's not suitable for the workplace. So just be aware of those, all right? So those are five. Let's review our five abbreviations that we find in business emails. First, we had LMK, let me know, EOM, end of message, 
TL semicolon DR too long didn't read. OOO out of the office and SFW safe for work. All right, so those are five abbreviations, very common that you're going to find in your emails, your business emails, and sometimes other places online. So be on the lookout for those. And then if, once you're comfortable, again, note down how people are using them when they send them to you that you, know, you might be able to use them in return with them if you like. So give them a try. Make sure it's a less formal email that you're sending, not a you know first time to someone. Uh, definitely save these abbreviations for those yeah more casual or more informal emails all right so i hope that is helpful thank you for tuning in today to this episode of business english power i will see you again soon please subscribe to business english power and also please consider making a comment leaving a review in itunes or apple podcasts and a rating in spotify or wherever you are listening a five star would be great i would appreciate it Again, this is Al. Thanks for listening today, and I will see you next time on Business English Power. Always remember to level up your learning and level up your. Life.